Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Arkansas game against New Mexico State, and we are going to talk about that and a lot more right now as we go to the phone lines and welcome in somebody who knows all about the New Mexico State basketball team. He's the director of broadcasting for the Learfield team over there as well, and play-by-play voice. He is Adam Young. Adam, appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. Congratulations on the win yesterday. How you doing? Guys, I'm doing well. Hope all is well in uh, Little Rock, and we're looking forward to tomorrow's matchup. Absolutely. I know Razorback fans are looking forward to it as well. So uh, just take us through yesterday's game, because I know that everyone's watching NCAA tournament games and everything, but to have a 12 seed like New Mexico State beat a 5 seed, it's pretty common in the NCAA tournament. But what was it about yesterday that really made New Mexico State have an advantage over a really good UConn basketball team? Well, I think going into it, guys, Aggie fans and the team felt like it was a pretty good matchup. UConn is really physical and big down low. and With New Mexico State, they don't look like a mid-major on paper. Uh, they're really big across the board. Even at the point guard spot, which your boy Rice, who's 6'4". Uh, fans got to see Teddy Allen on full display yesterday. He's 6'6". He's a two-guard, so they're really big across the board. And they out-rebounded UConn, which very few programs have done the last couple of years. So they won in the glass. They defended at a really high level. And the big key was making jump shots early. They made a lot of threes in the first half plus, and... Uh, built a sizable lead, and then fended off UConn in the end. So uh, they were able to withstand a couple of UConn runs, and Teddy Allen made a lot of plays down the stretch, which if you have a player like Teddy Allen who's a high major guard, you can win some March Madness games. Teddy Allen having that incredible performance. How, How many times have you seen a performance like that? Now, he averages about 20 points a game, but... To have 37, that's kind of one of those rare accomplishments. But has he done that any other games this season? Yeah, I actually tweeted out yesterday. That's not even his season high. He scored 41 twice in his career. He had a 41-point game a year ago against Penn State when he was at Nebraska. And then he scored 41 in January this year in conference play. And, guys, he has the ability to score in bunches. Um, He gets to the free throw line a ton. Christian, the head coach, talked about it post-game, and we've seen it all year. He's a bad shot taker, but he's also a bad shot maker. So some of the shots he was making yesterday, I mean, they're circus shots. From around the rim, fadeaway jumpers from 19 feet away, uh, 28-foot threes, step-backs that he's making. But he's used to making those shots. Um, He has a different leash from the head coach than other players. They have a longer leash with him on his shot selection just because he has the ability to make some really tough shots. And we've seen this all year. He's had a handful of games where he has scored 30-plus. And a lot of folks around here felt like yesterday, if the Aggies were going to have a chance to win, Teddy had to have one of those big scoring games. And he absolutely put the team on his back. I know he's going to draw even more attention from Eric Musselman on Saturday. So I think it's really pivotal, guys, on Saturday from the New Mexico State side of things that other players step up. because. I think they're going to double every single pick-and-roll situation. They're going to make somebody else beat them. They're not going to allow Teddy Allen to go off for 37. And 
other guys have to make shots, which they have plenty of guys that are capable, but yesterday it was the Teddy Bucket show, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was impressive. I got to see the end of that game, too, while I was up here in Buffalo, and it was incredible. And to see the fans there, the, the small amount of New Mexico State fans compared to the UConn fans that got the victory, I mean, that was a, that's what it's always so much fun to watch. But uh, you mentioned Teddy Allen and his scoring, but I also see that he leads the team in rebounding, too. He, he averages about 6.8 rebounds a game, and I, you know, I don't want to put it in a simplistic way, but is the recipe for Arkansas to beat New Mexico State is simply stopping Teddy Allen? Like, if you just stop him or slow him down, then you win? Is that how you beat him, or is there some other elements or some other players on this team that has the capability of picking up where Teddy Allen may not be able to uh, perform at a high level? Yeah, it sounds pretty simple, but I think that is the recipe. If you can hold Teddy Allen to a tough shooting day and, if he only scores 12, 13, or 14 points, um, they are certainly beatable. I mean, that's been shown during the course of the year. When Teddy plays well, the Aggies play well. And they do have other guys that can score. Clayton Henry made some big shots from three yesterday. Uh, Jabari Rice has been a high-level guard at the mid-major level for a handful of years. And they have some post players who have the ability to score around the rim. But when you look at the numbers, guys, and it's not just yesterday, it's all season. Teddy Allen's averaging 20 points per game, and the Aggies are only averaging as a team around 70. So he's scoring you know, the bulk of their points, and the ball is in the hands of Teddy Allen a lot. He's rebounding well, and he's also defending well. And if folks want to read his whole story, it's, it's awfully unique. I mean, he's been well-traveled. He's been to the NCAA tournament before with West Virginia. Uh, then he was at Wichita State. Then he went to a junior college in Nebraska. Then he went to Nebraska, and now he's in his first season and likely his only season with the Aggies because he's probably you know, only going to use this uh, this one year of eligibility and then go pro or, or do something along those lines. So um, he does a lot of things well, which previously in his career he just scored. But right now he's defending, he's rebounding, and as you could see yesterday, the ball is in his hands uh, to make a decision with the basketball nine times out of ten. He's also a really good facilitator, so he's going to draw a lot of attention tomorrow. Therefore, other guys will have to make shots, and I think other guys have the ability to do that. The way you describe Teddy Allen sounds a lot like a player for Arkansas named J.D. Note. Same type of deal where he, he makes bad shots at times, and he takes bad shots at times, just the way you described it. So, uh, what what do you know about Arkansas? What are your thoughts on Arkansas and the roster? Well, I, I think they're very different than UConn guys, which uh, will make for an interesting matchup for the Aggies. Uh, Physicality-wise, I think that's what UConn was known for, a really good rebounding team, especially on the offensive glass, uh, whereas Arkansas, long, athletic, and when you look at the film, you can see where that can cause some problems out in the arc for Teddy Allen and others. Um, Arkansas does a really good job of getting in passing lanes. From what I've seen, guys, they don't have a really deep rotation, and neither do the Aggies right now. They're playing only about seven or eight guys at the very most. Um, but the length defensively for Arkansas could really pose some problems. Um, so the Aggies will have to be extra careful with their passes on the arc, with their post entries, those kinds of things. And I'm interested to see uh, what Eric Musselman does, an outstanding head coach with Teddy Allen. You know, how much do you put? an extra defender on him, you really, really hedge hard. You even double-team on those screens in the pick-and-roll situations where Teddy Allen is involved with a lot. 
Um, so you can guard him a lot of different ways. And, you know, the best way to guard him likely is just make sure that he has to give the ball up and the ball is not in his hands a lot. And you mentioned those rebounding numbers. A lot of times he's able to get a defensive rebound and then start a break. So the point guard, Jabari Rice, does not have to find him on an entry on the wing or something like that. So if he can get a lot of rebounds too, then he has the ball in his hands and he can facilitate and make decisions and not have to worry about trying to catch it, which could be really hard for him to get open against these long and athletic guards for Arkansas. You know, something, Adam, that uh, I was going to ask you about, of course, with New Mexico State, they've, for, you know, the horse being a mid-major, they've made the NCAA tournament pretty frequently here recently. Uh, you know, the, and, and just in the time that uh, their head coach, Chris Johns, have made it, he, he's been there in uh, it's 18, 19, 20, we know it, it got canceled. And then uh, in 2021, it was a little weird with the, the games and scheduling and all that, and then they're back in it. It seems like New Mexico State is just one of those uh, teams that maybe people forget about, but they have a lot of success. What is the? Why is it New Mexico State's able to make it to the NCAA tournament so consistently? Well, I'm sure, guys, folks in the Midwest probably don't know a lot about the tradition of this particular program, and it does have a lot of tradition. They went to a Final Four in 1970. Uh, they've been really consistent since, I'd say, the early 1990s. Uh, Lou Henson. Uh, the famous Hall of Fame coach did an outstanding job with this program for years. And then ever since I've been here, guys, it's been consistent. The expectation around here is you win 23-plus and you go to the NCAA tournament every year. And that's what they've consistently done. Um, last year was uh, a little blemish on the record. But last year, for the folks in Arkansas that don't know, they could not play home games or practice in the state of New Mexico. So these guys were living out of a hotel last year practicing, and then playing games on the road because they could not play in state. So um, they've gone through a lot, and Chris Jans is a high major head coach. Um, he's been great everywhere he's been, and the expectations around here are really high. It's a rabid fan base. They average 6,000 fans per home game, um, and they get really high-level players. Um, they got some power five players on the floor. They get a lot of power five transfers and uh, they have a number of those guys coming off the bench, in fact, this year. So um, it, it might be a little bit of a secret in the Midwest, but out here in the West, a lot of folks understand how good this program is and how consistent this program has been. So they've been really close guys in the NCAA tournament before. In fact, their last appearance, if they make a couple of free throws late, they beat Auburn in 2019, and then Auburn goes to the Final Four. So uh, yesterday was a breakthrough for this program, finally getting that tournament win after being so close for so many years. New Mexico State has an impressive record for the season, including beating another tournament team in Davidson. So is that the best win of the season, or if not, what's the best win for them this season? Yeah, I'd probably say Davidson. Uh, they beat Washington State as well. Uh, the Davidson win was a neutral site win in Myrtle Beach. They beat Washington State in Pullman. Uh, they trailed by 20 in the second half and came back and won. So they have the ability to score in bunches and make a pretty special comeback against the Power Five like they did against Washington State. The schedule is a little different this year. Um, you know, I mentioned the success they've had over the years. It's really hard to um, get a Power Five to come play in New Mexico State's home venue. Um, and it's quite frankly, it's hard for them to schedule um, on the road as well um, out of conference. So uh, they had a good mid-major schedule, but they only had you know a power five chance against Washington State. 
and they did well in that game, uh, beating beating the Cougars in, in Pullman. So Chris Jans, historically, since he's been there, guys, um, has, I think, six or seven wins against Power 5 schools. He beat, beat Illinois a couple of years ago. Uh, they beat Mississippi State a couple of years ago. They took Kansas down to the wire a couple of years ago. So um, this will not be unfamiliar territory for them. Uh, they played a lot of Power 5 schools over the years, and they're probably going to go into this game, guys, with a, um, you know, we're the underdog and we have nothing to lose mentality because they haven't been in this position before going for a sweet 16 spot. And hopefully, you know, I'm sure Aggie fans are, are hoping that they go in there a little carefree and loose and uh, play well out of gate. All right, real quick, we just got about 30 seconds with you, Adam. What do you think happens? Do you think that New Mexico State continues on the run? Do you think they get the victory? What do you think happens in this game? I mean, guys, I'm I'm on the radio in Little Rock, so I need to be careful about this, right? My Twitter handle's <laughs> out there, so I'll be extra careful. I think it's going to be a really close ball game. I do. I, I think I think the Aggies can hang around with Arkansas, and then it, it's going to come down to Teddy Allen. He's the one player. If he makes plays down the stretch, the Aggies will have a great shot. Uh, if the Razorbacks defend him at a very high level, um, we'll see if other guys can step up and make plays. But I do feel like, guys, this is going to be a, a game that's down to the wire. Well, Adam Young, we appreciate you joining us, man. Enjoy the game on Saturday, and good luck to your team, all right? All right, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on. We got more Out of Bounds. Joe